Sayeta Group is a multinational business which designs, engineers and manufactures complete light-duty and heavy-duty electric drive systems. Now, this week the company announced its interim results for the six-month period ended 30th of September 2022 and also that it designed its first major contract with the global OEM operating in the light-duty e-drive segment. Joining me today to discuss the news is Sayeta Group CEO Vic Kirst and Executive Chairman Tony Gott. Guys, welcome to you both. Welcome. Good to be here. Good to be here. Uh, Tony, if we can just start with you. Um, you recently announced a shift in strategy to focus on major customers with high volume demand. Is the development agreement signed this week the first uh, evidence of that strategy bearing fruit? Yeah, in, in, indeed it is. Um, we're, we're so proud of the, uh, this uh, announcement on Monday. Um, we, we had a dilemma in... Um, September, October, when we did a trading announcement, um, where we signaled to the market that our concentration was on uh, very large clients in, in very major markets undergoing dramatic growth. Uh, and that should be a natural target, but obviously we're, a, we're still a company of only 200 people. And so um, our ability to focus on that was critical to enable us to get over the line uh, as we announced on Monday. And at that point in September, October, every single light on our dashboard was flashing green. And the team was so highly motivated and engaged with many trips to India and the collaboration that's been happening between us and the OEM has been superb. So uh, yeah, it is truly the first validation of the promise that we made when we uh, joined AIM back in July 21, and we're super proud. I can imagine. It's great news. Um, could you give us an update on the progress with the Comet collaboration? And when should we expect meaningful revenue to start flowing from that, do you think? Yeah, um, the, the teams are making really great progress. Um, I must admit, uh, as an automotive engineer myself, and Vic is the same, um, we've been really impressed with the quality of design, engineering, that's been going on to date um, and the preparation for the testing and validation phases that are coming along um, is really world class. Um, our target remains uh, for the revenue stream to start at the end of next year. And uh, we know now uh, because the, the commercial part of the joint team has been interacting with potential clients and they've had great positive feedback. So yeah, our plans remain the same. Uh, towards the end of next year, we should be seeing those products enter the market uh, with a revenue stream starting to fit, trickle through into us. Wonderful. Um, now you mentioned earlier how you were 200 strong. What's the biggest challenge for an emerging supplier to the automotive industry? And how are you going to overcome that challenge? Um, I, I suppose I would say trust i think um when you're dealing with major multinational global oems um they're committing uh, quite a lot of their future on their first tier suppliers and so they need to be able to trust that that supplier can deliver um and that means uh yes a technical advantage of course every oem likes to have products which are special and those buying Sayeta will be. Um, so there's a technical advantage that you need to offer, but it's also robustness in engineering and uh, pre-production planning, gearing up, 
for volume manufacture. An important part of that is they need to have the trust in their supply chain. That's not just us, but those that work for us. And um, uh, we've managed to set up a, a fantastic supply chain in India to support this OEM. And so I think it's, it's multidimensional. Probably the last thing uh, that's very important is they need to know that they're operating with a commercially sound business. And being a PLC, quoted on AIM in London, uh, is a very, very important part of that. They know that uh, the, the whole industry here is regulated, we're under scrutiny by our shareholders and, and so on, and that makes them uh, much more confident in a business like ours. So it's all of those factors put together. So yeah. it's not easy. As we've seen, you've made considerable progress in the 18 months since the IPO. What aspect of that progress are you most proud of? Oh, it has to be this this Monday's announcement. Um, as I said, when we floated on AIM, um, the basic premise of the business was to help clean up the, um, the environment in the world's major cities. And our target was uh, the cities in India. Um, um, because if you've ever been to India, it's it's, uh, it's 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 quite a place in the in the middle of the the cities of the pollution, all those small, lightweight vehicles, and so um, when Vic started with the company years before, he was concentrating laser focus on producing a motor tech that was precisely to meet the requirements of that market. And so as a, as a validation of those initial visions and also our company's strategy um, to achieve what we did on Monday, which is um, an enormous uh, achievement as far as I'm concerned within 18 months from, from floating on AIM. It's, it's truly remarkable to have such a multi-year contract with a major OEM. It certainly is. Yeah. How does Sayata differ from other companies trying to benefit from the electric vehicle revolution? That's a, that's a, a tricky one, uh, because again, it's multidimensional. I think from our experience, we understand the market very well. We understand what it, what it needs and um, uh, let's say how best to support that, that OEM. But we have some very special tech. Um, the uh, AFT motor for from Sayata is a remarkable product. Um, for the first time, you get all of the performance advantages of axial flux motors, um, but at low cost. And specifically, it's tuned for uh, low revs, low voltage, high torque. And, and that's a combination that, that other folks uh, can't manage. In addition, um the the combination of transmissions and power control systems onto our onto our products means that a fully fledged e-drive systems supplier there are a few companies around capable of doing that so they go from the the basic motor basic motor power unit the motor through a transmission to drive the wheels and through the electronic interface with the vehicle we understand all that world. Vic's been a powertrain engineer forever, so there's nobody better qualified than him to really understand that. So, yeah, multidimensional things, but um, our, our little company is, is quite special in its approach to market and also its tech. Wonderful.
Thanks for that, Tony. Just turning to you, Vic, um, the, OEM, the OEM contract that you announced this week, it is a major milestone. What needs to be delivered between now and September next year to enable production to commence and be on schedule? <clears throat> That's a very good question. Um, uh, we, we've already been working with this OEM for a number of months, so we, we understand their uh, platform development timing plan. Uh, that's what we have committed to. Uh, a number of uh, powertrains are already in India. We've completed the uh, the proof of concept. And in, in typical automotive terms, um, we now need to increase the amount of prototypes, move to pre-production as quickly as possible. Um, these vehicles in India, but also powertrains on the dyno, will have to complete rigorous uh, durability testing, which we've already been doing for the last four years. So our confidence is, is high there. Um, but it's all about the integration into the client's vehicle. And that's uh, the transmission, the motor, uh, the inverter, uh, but also uh, the, the communication tools, modules that are in the vehicle. So we have a number of e-drives to be delivered in, uh, in quarter one. Um, then uh, we have a, a very good outsourcing strategy because uh, it's very easy to design a small transmission, but we're much better at designing the electric motor and the inverter and, and running the software. So we found a very strong partner in India who is also committed to the same timetable. They already make more than 10,000 transmissions per month. So that is a solid trusted partner who can take care of the transmission. And we know that we're on target for the cost price. At the same time, uh, production's ramping up in Sunderland uh, for the AFT motor, but we have to create a copy of that uh, uh, production line uh, and uh, commission that in the first half a year of 23 in India. Uh, and uh, we're also working with very solid outsourcing partner for the B PCBs uh, and VCU modules that also need to go into the vehicle. So it's, it's a multi-dimensional powertrain integration program uh, and, and we're on track. Um, we believe that we should be off to off process uh, from the second half year in India uh, on all of these uh, four uh, aspects that make the e-drive. And then uh, volume starts ramping up before Christmas. Another plot farm comes online and that ramps up in January the year after. Um, and uh, yeah, it, it, it's serious volumes, but we, we, Tony and I have seen higher volumes on other programs in the past, so it doesn't scare us at all. Okay, I was just going to come to that. I mean, 80,000 units does seem a lot, but can you put it into context for us in terms of the market that you're targeting? I mean, is this a big proportion of your future production or is it just a tip of the iceberg? It's, um, I can answer that in so many different ways, but um, I think the picture behind me uh, illustrates excluding the bus, and the bus is all with uh, with combat or, or truck applications, but that lightweight mobility market that we've been focusing on for the last five years, um, that if you look at India, for example, they register around 23 million vehicles per year on the roads. That those are the figures from just before COVID. Um, of the 23 million, 20 million are motorbikes, motorbikes and last mile delivery vehicles. And that market, because it's a light vehicle, therefore the battery doesn't need to be as big. Uh, and therefore we strongly believe, and we have done for years, that that market will switch to electric much faster. So you can imagine that the production 
lines that we are setting up in Sunderland, but also in uh, India, are factors higher than this initial contract. Um, but obviously, we don't, we don't shout about things. Uh, we're a solid, uh, trusted tier one supplier coming into the automotive e-drive uh, solutions arena. And when more contracts land in the future, um, we'll no doubt have another interview with you. Brilliant. Um, just for our UK audience, can you give us an update on Sunderland? I mean, how much of your targeted 100,000 unit production capacity will be in Sunderland? And what might it mean in terms of local jobs? Yeah, it's, it's um, first of all, we love that factory. Uh, we, we already met the team in November last year. 4th of April, we took on the factory. The UK government has been fantastic in, in supporting us. Um, and what is interesting is that we took on the team, have 40 people, um, but also all of the production equipment that was uh, that remained in that factory. Um, so we are repurposing one of those lines to increase the volume uh, capacity for the AFT motor. So that's progressing very well. Um, I, I don't really want to go into exact figures um, because there's grants linked into it and we're a PLC, but I can I can assure you that from the 1st of April, we will be producing substantial volumes uh, in uh, Sunderland of the AFT motor, but also our latest and greatest addition to the portfolio, which is the uh, RFT motor. And the RFT motor, this is, uh, you might remember the actual flux motor sits in that 10 to 20 kilowatt uh, domain. Um, this brand new motor, which is uh, almost easier to assemble, it's less uh, exclusive from an IP point of view, but because it still runs our inverter and our source code from within the group, it's a, it's a product that people can't copy easily. And we have sitting in Sunderland two production lines that can produce 40,000 motors per month. One of those lines is going to be shipped to India and the other one stays in Sunderland so that we can create both products in India and in the UK. Um, no doubt that will create substantial jobs. We know in the heyday of TRW, which used to own that factory many years ago, and they've had hundreds of people working there. At the moment, it's 40. And we're recruiting. There's quite a few adverts on our website for people. Uh, if they're interested, please do have a look. Um, but uh, no doubt that uh, the team will grow substantially, creating long-term quality jobs in the UK. Excellent. Okay. Now, as you said earlier, 100,000 units per annum is by no means the limit of your ambitions. Will you build further production plants yourselves or in partnership? Or will the units be built under license maybe from customers? Yeah, it, it, that's a complicated one to, to, to answer. Um, uh, first of all, Sunderland must become, uh, with the R&D Centre in Silverstone and, and other things that we do in Europe, um, Sunderland will be the, um, the, the, the centre of excellence for uh, assembling um, uh, in a cost-efficient way with a sustainable supply chain behind it of all the motor topologies that we create within our group. Um, we're also in advanced discussions with the UK government to see if we can make the plant carbon neutral. Uh, we don't like talking about ESG, we like doing it. 
Um, that effectively becomes an export model. So we can set up, uh, a client comes to us, and we can tailor the powertrain into their vehicle, um, and uh, even using their preferred suppliers and local sourcing, we can then pick up the line and ship it to uh, uh, India and uh, make uh, the product there. We believe quite strongly that whatever we make in India, we will sell into the rest of Asia. Um, there are, of course, ideas, especially on the RFT motor, to ultimately go into China. But at the moment, uh, the market is booming so strongly in India and, and Indonesia, Vietnam, etc., etc. Africa, don't forget Africa, there's, there's a lot happening over there. So we believe that India must be a substantial plant. And then if there are more requirements or specific government demands of make make locally uh, for OEMs to uh, qualify for those incentives, uh, we could well have even more factories in 10 years' time. But let's walk before we can. <laughs> yeah. uh, finally then, Vic, what are the key milestones that investors should look out for in 2023? Um, a, a number. Um, I, I, I've no, I mean, I, I don't come from a listed company background. Uh, I, I've learned in the last one and a half year what an RNS means. I forgot the, uh, the, the abbreviation. Um, but what I always find interesting is when I point out to the investors, uh, please do go to Sayeta.com and don't click on the investor button immediately. Also, just go to the normal news flow where uh, we, it's business as usual. We have more contracts already in the pipeline uh, and uh, you get a much better flavor of uh, developments in the company. And of course, there's LinkedIn, our YouTube channel. Um, but I must say, key milestones, um, obviously, we're approaching the next financial year very rapidly. My brain is already in August, September next year uh, to make sure that these customers uh, roll into volume. Um, there are a number of inquiries of people that want to buy e-drives from us. Uh, as predicted at the IPO, uh, we can't serve the whole world. Um, so we are very, very strategic in who to accept as clients and who not. Um, but one thing is for sure, and the three pillars of the company, light duty, heavy duty, and leisure marine, they, the growth potential is off the Richter scale. Uh, and we only want to work with uh, established OEMs or established distribution partners around the world, and like uh, Propel. And who knows, there might be big license deals in the future, because uh, again, our team is only 200 people. We don't want to be thousands of people. We want to be smart and clean up the air in large cities around the world. That's great news. Okay. Talking to us today was Vic Kirst, Group CEO, and Tony Gott, Executive Chairman at Sayeta Group. Guys, thanks for joining Directors Talk today. Thank you. Thank you.